0: under center podcast we are moving on we're going to look at the afc east and the nfc east i had to be very careful there not to slag ourselves jake and say the nfc East, as we're well, well known uh, But the we're, nfc we're...
1: <laughs> east is what it is it's the best division in all of the nfl
0: we're going to start off with uh the afc east and i guess like every division it's It's got its own little micro environment. There's a few storylines going on. Obviously, Buffalo have been the powerhouse for the last couple of seasons since kind of Tom Brady left the Patriots. Then the Jets are the dumpster fire that is the Jets constantly for since I've been watching the NFL. Uh, The New England Patriots, Adam, we're going to get your insights there on how they're getting on and and what you think of of how their preseason's going. And then the Miami Dolphins, who... Always seem to have the right tools in place to have a good season, but it's never guaranteed. So I guess we'll get the easy one out of the way first. Jake, Buffalo are surely just going to win this division again this year.
1: Yeah, hands down. Who else is going to win it, really? it would have to take a massive, I don't know, a massive step up from Tua with Tyreek Hill uh, to really change that division up. But I just don't think they're going to be able to beat out Josh Allen and the and the Bills' defense. I just think is, uh, it's going to hold up too, too much for the rest of that division to even get involved in it.
0: Yeah, Ryan, we saw a uh, Buffalo in a preseason game this weekend, or at least I, I remember watching it and uh, like Josh Allen just looks so impressive. Like they, yeah. they scored. Who were they playing? I don't remember who they're playing, but I think they scored on mm-hmm. their first six drives of the preseason game. And I know it's a preseason game, but when your starters are in for one drive, you want them to rip the other team apart. And that's what they did. They just didn't skip a beat. Uh, do you think he can get even better or is just doing what he did last season enough to get this team into a deep playoff
2: run?
3: This guy is a freak athlete, right? Like he is the the white Cam Newton, but he also has a better arm. He can rip that ball 60 yards on a dime. And he has all those pieces around him as well that just make it even better. The only maybe minor issue with that offense is the running back position but even then it's not too bad particularly when you have a quarterback who can put in an 100 yard game on the ground as well as 300 yards through the air and uh, they're pretty much unstoppable on offense now on defense i do have my concerns Uh, they have had issues with the pass rush in recent years Uh, but that being said they have added von miller to their core so he might end up being a a bigger threat on the uh, pass rush side of things
0: Adam you've obviously seen uh, Buffalo much more than we have over the last few seasons, have you figured out a way to beat them yet?
2: Well apart from playing them in the snow and just running the ball down your throat (laughs) no
0: and what about the rumours the rumours have come out that uh, Von Miller on Twitter reached out to OBJ To get him to sign to that wide receiver core. How dangerous would that make them if they add Odell Beckham Jr. into that wide receiver room?
2: Oh, just ridiculous. Like they're already unbeatable on the offense. They add in OBJ on top of Gabriel Davis, who could have a bit of an outbreak this year, and Stefan Dings, too. I just don't know who's going to stop that. It certainly won't be our secondary.
0: But it—he seems to still have a problem with Patrick Mahomes, hasn't? Hasn't the Chiefs kind of stopped them in the last couple of off-season runs? That are, am I misremembering that?
2: Is it the coin toss? Yeah, well, the coin toss last year, I suppose. Yeah. I think the Chiefs came back and probably won the coin toss and just went straight up the field and scored to win the game.
0: Yes, yes, I remember we had a deep conversation about how we were all going to change the game on that coin toss and how it absolutely wasn't <laughs> fair, but. Uh, I think if that's the only way you can beat them, I think that's going to be a worry because you can't rely on that uh, 50-50 shot every single season. Next up on my list is the New York Jets. Uh, Adam, There, dumpster fire and I'm going to let you just trash talk them in whatever way you wish.
2: (laughs) I mean, I don't think I can say anything about the Jets. They're just that bad. I mean, Zach Wilson just, I don't see how he's any better than Sam Donald at this point. I haven't seen him do anything. I mean, Mike White came in last year and played better than him. Well, he did you know. do
0: his mom's best friend. <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> well, I suppose he gets points for that, but it doesn't work for him in the football field.
0: Do you think, do you think this is an important year, given, as you mentioned, White that came in, who, uh, given the struggles of the team, looked, let's say, equally as capable as him... Do you think he needs to show this season that he has, let's say, the right characteristics to be a long-term starting quarterback or at least a passable starting quarterback until the Jets come across some other diamond in the rough?
2: I think he's definitely going to have to this year. You know, if Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl and an MVP sitting behind him as well, albeit he's probably passed it a bit now, but he could easily step in and still fill in a job for a few weeks. You know, White did it last year, but Wilson just didn't look impressive to me at all. Mm -hmm. So I think this is definitely a big year. And I think his injury, I think he's fine for week one, maybe not, but it's definitely a big season for him. And if he can't do it this year, they may try and move on at the end of the year. Mm
1: -hmm. I think, can we just pull the brakes on like the Mike White jets legend forever talk (laughs) he had one excellent game and a couple of good games or whatever but it's like it's the same with the davis mills hype we had last season it's sustained success and like he wasn't picked like that far down and played and probably undrafted free agent and have sustained success in the league how how often does that happen like that's just not gonna happen for mike white or davis mills i'm afraid
0: true but my argument here jake is can you even name any other Jets players? So if we don't talk about Zach Wilson and Mike White, who else do we talk about? Quinn and so-
1: Williams, Sauce Gardner. Oh, that's Elijah my- Moore, Michael I- I- Carter, Breeze Hall. Come on.
0: <laughs> I did. In fairness, I did completely whiff on that draft class they've just had with the three first-round draft picks. Rain, how much of an impact do you think that can have given the amount of holes that this team appeared to have uh, last season
3: yeah i mean like i felt that the the main issue that they needed to focus on this offseason was the offensive line and i don't think they've really done that enough um it's all well and good bringing in these like receivers and running backs who wilson can throw to and Hand off to, but when your O line is crap, I know this is a Panthers fan. You're not gonna have success as a football team. Um, I think on the defensive side of the ball, you know they had a defense, a a pretty good uh, draft. You know Sauce Gardner looks like an absolute athlete, so he may sure things up just a little bit. Um, But still, yeah, for a team that had three first round draft picks this year. I think they're still a long way off where they need to be.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what kind of elevation. If you listen to, to Jets fans, and I do apologize for the uh, over-eager slander that was uh, happened earlier in the show, but I think if you do talk to Jets fans, they have been very, very strong on how good that first-round first, uh, first round draft class was for them. But as you said, Rain, things like Sauce Gardner, it can be hard for those guys to really impact the game, especially if, you're, if you've if you only got one on one side. The teams tend to just attack opposite. And, and like you said, that really good offensive line is what makes bad teams more competitive because even if you don't have the quarterback behind them, if you have good running backs, which by all accounts Bryce Hall looks like he could be, it can really make a big difference. So having the outside weapons can be quite weakened without a good offensive line.
3: Yeah, I think the biggest get for them this offseason was actually C.J. Uzama, the uh, tie-down coming over from Cincinnati. I think he's going to be a big part of that offense. He's going to help out Zach Wilson. And just rolling it back to everybody's hate on Zach Wilson, after he came back from that injury last year, he it kind of looked like the game slowed down for him just a little bit. Like His, his stats were night and day better than they were before he went down with that injury. So I wouldn't be too quick to say he's a draft bust just right now.
0: I think one of the big problems for him is uh, the next man that we're going to talk about, and that's the quarterback for the New England Patriots, Mac Jones. He has performed very well, and I think it was a very good pick by Bill Belichick, which is probably not a surprise. But Adam, he seems to fit the system that Bill likes to play. I don't want to call him a game manager because everyone says that's a, a dirty word, but he does what he needs to do. He's very efficient with the ball. Doesn't necessarily strike long distance, but if you can't get the ball back, then those 10, 15-yard strikes that really suck the clock and that are accurate and on time can cause a lot of problems for teams.
2: Yeah, I think with Mark, you know, as you say, game manager being a dirty word, but I think last year was just, as a rookie year, he came in as a starter, and that was just do what you need to do to get the win whether it's just throwing the dump-offs or going deep, which he didn't do very often, but I believe he still had quite a high percentage on that. Um, I think this year they might let him might let him loose a bit more. I think he fitted in quite well because he came from Alabama, from a Bill O'Brien system, to walk straight into what we have done. Um, but McDaniels was gone, and now we have this two-headed, I don't know what to call it, between Joe Judge and Matt Patricia paid play caller. Um, how he fits in, I'm not really sure. But the offensive line definitely seems like a weakness at the moment and uh, that may hinder uh, his development a bit more this year.
1: Well, we saw... Patricia, Joe Judge coming back is a bit like your kids moving out and then just not being successful moving out and having to come back home and live at home again. It's a... just ridiculous. Well, we yeah,
3: I don't know back... who looked at that. I don't know who looked at that Joe Judge tenure at the Giants and said, Yeah, I want him as That's my, my play caller. Bring me that guy
1: <laughs> back. You want, you want a QB kneel on second and 10? I got you, bro. Don't worry about it. Uh,
0: but we did see, Adam, a very interesting run in the Pro Bowl game from Mac Jones. He has also chiseled himself down significantly over the offseason. Would you like to see a bit more of that? A bit more, not necessarily dual-trek quarterback, but not to be afraid. He's a big guy, as you mentioned. Took it in and bowl a few lads over on the way to a first down here and there.
2: I think it may definitely help this year. Um, you know, it just adds to his game as well, but we're not solely relying on him throwing the ball or hammering off the Ramondre or gaming. We can then turn around and go, there's an option here that he can just go himself and then hit the gritty again.
3: <laughs>
2: if if they, like
3: if they start using him as a runner efficiently, I'm going to be so pissed off for Cam Newton because they just did <laughs> not utilise him at all when he was there. It was sad to see.
0: Jake, do you see any way for the New England Patriots to realistically uh, fight for the Bills for that number one spot in the division, or do you think this year is about getting those uh, number two wild card spots?
1: No, I don't, I don't. I don't see them realistically challenging the Bills for that number one. I think their battle has to be like against the Dolphins for number two, and that's what they kind of have to aim for. If they get number one, uh, true strokes look then. Fair play to them, but I think certainly hopping in the wildcard would be a win for them.
0: And Ryan, obviously a classic, quiet off season by Bill Belichick, were you surprised at all by the little moves that they did make?
3: Um, to be honest, I can't think off the top of my head of any moves that they actually made over the off season. I'm sure Adam will tell me, No, they made ten different moves for big players, but look, I can't I can't remember who they were. Most of the focal point was on the, the mess that is the offensive coordinator position uh, over the offseason. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, it's a classic Patriots offseason, isn't it? They, they'll probably end up being successful, even though they don't look like they have talent across the board. I watched them against the, uh, the Panthers there at the weekend. And to be honest, the first team didn't really do much against the Carolina Panthers second's. Uh, so I'd be I'd be worried there two three and outs versus the seconds and they had Mac Jones, uh, all of their top wide receivers in the game as well. So yeah, I'd be a little bit worried there for the offense. But you know, Bill Belichick always, always pulls it out.
1: They lost a couple of guys as well, didn't they? On in free agency, that, um, didn't they lose uh, that cornerback? Um, his J. name J. is Jackson. J. C. Jackson, yeah, he's gone. Kyle Van Noy has gone after them as well, and then they obviously lost in, in Kill Harry, but that wasn't really less knowable. Yeah, that's <laughs> a win,
0: <that's> off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam, we'll give you the final word on the New England Patriots. Give us one new player that you're excited to see this season that you think is going to make a, a nice difference to this team that we can keep an eye on. I would have
2: said Teagan Thornton, a wide receiver, but he's out for eight weeks. <laughs> anyone else but they got Matt you don't come in last year all right okay yeah as long as he keeps his form up we'll be fine but definitely I think Cole Strain's at left guard you know we'll finally replace Joe Tooney but whether he's able to step up into that sort of level of play straight away will definitely be interesting to see right
0: well we'll move on the last stop on our AFC East tour is the Miami Dolphins As with most teams, quarterback is where most of the storylines coming out of the Dolphins are. Uh, They have obviously got Tua. He has struggled recently to stay healthy. A lot of debate on all of the punditry shows about whether he does or doesn't or has or hasn't shown enough uh, to warrant his uh, starting position and not to be put under pressure or, or get any undue pressure put on him from the coach and staff they have obviously signed Tyreek Hill they did him dirty by showing him an undertone ball in like the first day of preseason camp where everyone all of a sudden got an extra bit of ammo for uh Tua's noodle arm but Jake what do you make of Tua let's let's put it to bed do you think is it even too early have we seen enough of him to be calling it dramatically one way or the other or do we need much more evidence before we can say with any certainty
1: it wouldn't be professional sports if we didn't overreact far too early on a player i do think it's too early to be telling them like he's not going to be a starter in this league or he's a backup but you have to look like his his position or his uh, teams weren't exactly exciting teams up until maybe this season maybe last season you could even say but um Giving him a tool like Tyreek Hill he's a really, this is your moment. If you can't perform with a wide receiver like Tyreek Hill, what who can you perform with then? So I'd give him this season, and then you can start thinking about pulling the plug, maybe moving on to a different quarterback. But certainly at least an average quarterback, you don't want to just move on from immediately until you have some other
0: plan in place. Ryan, how much of an impact do you think Tyreek Hill can have? Do you think it is like everyone says where it's, it's automatic that he will be as dangerous as he was in the Kansas city chiefs, or will it take some scheming to kind of get the most out of him?
3: Um, I think it's going to take some scheming, but I think the guy who's going to benefit most from him being there is going to be Jalen Waddell, right? Cause, uh, Tyreek Hill is going to draw a lot of attention. He's going to be doubled on every play, which means there's going to be space out there for Waddle, and he's another speed burner. So, you know he he's gonna he's gonna get himself a career year. I know he's in only two year two at the moment, uh, but yeah, I think he's going to have a breakout year, absolutely. And I think you know Tua, all he needs to do is kind of dink and dunk not do anything too flashy and he has the tools around him to succeed. You know, they brought in what was it, three running backs this season, all of them starting caliber. So yeah, if he's not able to see succeed this season with all that going on around him, uh he never will. And
0: finally Adam on the Dolphins, they had an impressive defense, but last year kind of went very up and down for them. They did finally get a bit of form coming towards the end of the season is their success this year more reliant on the defense playing as well as they can or to are performing to the expectations the fans have from
2: i think it's got to be on to this time you know you have to score points to win games at the end of the day the defense can hold them out if you want but if two is not scoring points then there's not much they can do uh, and yeah, Green's already alluded to it with the running backs as well. I think that may help him because they've brought in Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert, who can quite easily start anywhere. And um, But I think the big addition for me that hasn't been mentioned quite a lot is Terran Armstead as a starting left tackle, which will certainly help to his protection as well.
0: Yeah, and especially uh, coming into the season, we saw him work hard. There was some images going around of him. I believe he was in the stadium three hours before the last preseason game, going through the motions of of the playbook. So clearly, you can't ask any more from him on the preparation side. I think now, Adam, it's just time for him to step up and show some of the flash and flair that he sh- that he showed at Alabama that made him uh, so coveted by all the teams in the NFL.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and you know he can do that now. He's got an extra weapon in Tyree Kill, um, and it's been alluded to with Jalen Model. There's definitely things there that should help him this year.